This program is part of the Cosmic Potato Podcast Network. For more shows like this, visit our website at CosmicPotato.com. Hi, this is Shane. And this is Virginia. And this is Wait, You've Never Seen, a podcast dedicated to discussing well-known movies and TV shows that one of us has never seen. And today we're discussing, wait, you've never seen 12 Angry Men? No. Did you fall asleep during it? Why, why does, why do I feel like I'm the one on trial? <laughs> I, okay. I did, I did, I was really trying not to. But you did, fin- we did pick it up later and you finished watching it. As far as you know, yes. So, <laughs> first, we want to talk about a couple of things. There is some racism and xenophobia. It's never it's never made clear um, what race or ethnicity the accused is or what some of the jurors are. It's just very clear some jurors are white and the accused is not, and some of the jurors are not. I don't mean to play, like, racist advocate here, because I wouldn't do that, but as far as the writing is concerned, they they will say, like, you know how those people are? Like, they use, like, those people. They, right. I mean, it was 1957? I mean, it, was prob- it probably would have been acceptable to, like, to, like, have flat-out racism in this movie. No, I, it's it's totally accurate to the time. I'm just saying people need to be, like, it's pretty blatant. Right. And that if somebody's going to watch it, they want to be prepared to encounter that when they... Well, I, I guess what I mean is it could have, I guess it could have been a lot worse. I mean... Like, it was the polite version of racism. Right. Especially, like, mostly, I assume, well, anyway. I don't know, that... That one, not, I don't know. Those two old guys were, they were pretty blatant about it. I don't know. Um, it's true. They also talked about um, child abuse. Yeah. Um, and they used some ableist words like we talked about in the last episode. Um, used to classify like mentally disabled people. Yes. Unfortunately. So... Tell me three things you expected from this movie. Okay. Okay. So I was almost as wrong as I was right. Okay. And let me continue. Okay. <laughs> okay. Number one, I expected this to be... <laughs> hey, I expected this to be a pivotal moment in criminal jurisprudence. <laughs> you don't even know what anyone's name is. You don't know what the case is. You don't know anything except that it's a murder trial and there were 12 jurors. Yes. And that's it. At the very end, we find out Henry Fonda and what's his names? Yeah. Last names. Right. Which is almost, which is almost like, don't, I don't, don't yeah, do that. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to do know. That. Yeah. So, uh, I, secondly, I thought that there would be some twists to make a jury room story interesting. I knew um, I've been on a jury before, and I know that it can be very boring, and there's lots of re- 
uh, repetition, there's lots of boredom, and like nobody wants to be there. Thirdly, I thought that there would be no flashbacks. At least, at least I think that's the only that's, <laughs> that's the only one. So, so as far as their, well, anyway, I can I can get to that later. So I thought I gave this two and a half stars. Okay. Like I said, I thought it'd be boring, and also it was. I did fall asleep. <laughs> but I, but it I mean I've been tired and whatnot, so I don't know if it was. You know. Mm-hmm. You said two and a half stars, right? I said two and a half stars, yes. So tell me your one sentence TV guide summary. Twelve miffed men mull over many manifestly important matters. Oh my god. I think that's the closest I've ever gotten. <laughs> Oh my goodness! It's as it's as contentless as any description of yes. a movie. Yes, I was I was distracted by the alliteration. But it was genius. I can do it, it again was, if you want. Yeah, lay it on me no, one I'm more just, time. No, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> no, I won't do that to you. Go ahead. <laughs> um. So how how did things meet your expectations? Well, so they did and they didn't. You know, um, I did kind of expect to be sort of stuck in this room like the the viewer of the movie is stuck in this room essentially the whole time Mm -hmm. uh just as the men were um it wasn't like i was trying to before i even mentioned this and you 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 put on your game face by the way i was trying to think of like okay because i was starting to confuse it with um inherit the wind Uh but i know that that's the the scopes monkey trial right i don't know if that's what it's called it's not called that in the movie, but it it's based on that, yes. Yeah, the the teaching of evolution in schools. Right. So I'm like, okay, it's I don't think it's gonna be that one exactly. Um But uh Yeah, so I'm wrong. I was wrong. I did find I did find it more interesting than I thought it would. I, I give it three and a half stars. Okay. Um it was it was interesting. So you you start the movie obviously with uh, Henry Fonda's character. Is he jury a juror seven? Juror number seven? Eight, I think. Eight. Oh wait, I have our I have our picture up here, which I'll post on the website. Juror eight, Henry Fonda. So yeah, Henry Fonda's character is the only one. He's the one out of twelve who votes innocent. What? You know what I forgot to do? What? read the IMDb description for you before we talked about how it met your expectations. Okay. I'm sorry. It's okay. So. What is the IMDb <laughs> description of this movie? Your My alliteration probably threw you off your game. Yes. Okay. 12 Angry Men from 1957. It's not rated. It's an hour and 36 minutes crime drama. And it says a jury holdout. That's what reminded me. I hadn't mm. hadn't said it. A jury holdout attempts to prevent a miscarriage of justice by forcing his colleagues to reconsider the evidence. See, I disagree with that though. He's not trying to prevent a miscarriage of justice. He's trying to analyze the evidence within a reasonable doubt. Yeah, like you're not. I'm not left with. Oh yeah, the kid definitely didn't do it. The kid. The the. The person on trial was 18 years old. 
I'm not left with, oh my goodness, he really, like, justice was definitely served or not. I did feel like they proved that there was enough doubt there, which is, which is kind of, I think, the point of the movie. Like, like, that's what was really important. And, well, I guess I don't know what was really important, because it seemed like um, emotions were really high. Like and I'm 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 very I'm very literal. So when they call a movie Twelve Angry Men, I'm expecting three things: mm-hmm. twelve human beings that identify as male who uh, get a little bit uh, a little bit hot under the collar from time to time, <laughs> literally and figuratively. Right? Oh yeah. There that... there was no AC in there. No, you would. And think... the fan didn't work. You would think after it rained. It rained for like thirty three percent of the movie. Yes, you would think that that would bring in a little coolness, but it did not. <clears throat> Probably just like made it stickier and grosser. Yeah, it, um, there's a, so, a sociological sociological like Margaret Meadish. I felt a little bit like like Margaret Mead, like looking at these people interacting mm. and trying to figure out. Um, it was almost like a like a study, a study in human interaction, as opposed right. to really being about justice. Right. So, and I, I feel along those lines, I feel like the star of this movie was almost the the storytelling. You know, every mm-hmm. actor, every actor has roughly equal time and carries about as much weight. I mean, every I mean. Every time they do a, uh, they do a, um, a vote. Mm-hmm. Every time they do a vote, every vote really counts, obviously, because it's a. We have to be uh, unanimous, or it's going to be a hung jury. Right. Um, the. The um, the the cinematography doesn't seem as great as it should have been for the story but i think it might have been as good as it could have been for the time it's um it's based on a play i believe well i know there is a play um because we had to read it in high school um so i think it's one of those stage productions you put on on um in the movies where it it's still kind of holding on to those theater things, but it's trying to... There, well, I understand I understand that difference, but I'm talking about purely, like, the technical aspects of camera operation itself. There were a couple of times where I asked to, like, go back a couple seconds. Uh-huh. Like, can I just see what we just saw? Because I don't know what I just saw. Uh-huh. And what I saw was the camera trying to do something tricky that wasn't possible in the late 50s. And the camera I just kind of went... It kind of went wonky for a second. And okay. I'm like, oh, yeah, they were... T- I mean, they were trying to do some interesting things. There may have been a crane involved <laughs> in a couple of places where they were trying to, like, slowly uh, swoop in. One of the this might be more fit for the very end where you tell me where you ask me what uh, what technological advances <laughs> would help this movie, but in the actual making of the movie, they could have used um, Steadicam. Mm-hmm. Steadicam is when 
they actually strap a camera on a person and it's counterbalanced in such a way I'm not sure exactly how it works exactly but you're able to move around a room very freely it's unlike a dolly it's unlike a, a crane unlike anything else it allows free movement around a room it's very smooth looking it's very well named it keeps the camera steady mm -hmm. and you're able to cover lots of stuff happening in a very small space with lots of different actors and lots of action happening mm -hmm. and as long as it's choreographed well in Goodfellas they use it there's a scene around a table we might watch Goodfellas so I'm not going to tell you too much more about it but I think um, I might have seen it actually you saw Goodfellas the one with Ray Liotta yeah yeah I think I have seen that Wait, and uh, Al Pacino Joe Pesci why do I think Al Pacino's in that movie he's, he's in Godfather that's why I'm trying to talk about the history of cinema and I don't know who was in the, God <laughs> <laughs> the Godfather versus Goodfellas but yeah anyway so there's technology that could have that could have made the cinematography I think a little a little better. Um, some a couple of things that I noticed. Um, Henry Fonda obviously in the white suit. Why is he in the white suit? Ooh, because he's, he's the, the good guy. He's the good guy. He's the white savior. <laughs> <laughs> and I liked that. I mean, obviously when we meet these men. Um, they we don't know anything about them like you said we don't even know their names right um but as as the movie unfolds we slowly learn like okay this guy's in the ad business and this guy is an architect mm -hmm. but you also learn like where their biases are you know what i mean right yeah so like um that one guy um Juror number five, the the um, one of the racist Jack, guys, Jack Klugman. But go ahead. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know that I don't know their actor names. I just there's a few of them that I know just by <laughs> looking at them. Um, one of the racist um, jurors starts talking about, well, you know how these people are growing up in slums and they're born liars. And he's uh, the Jack Klugman juror is like, you know, I was born in a slum and I've lived. So you can see, like, not only does this guy is racist against people who don't look like him, um, but this guy, um, Jack Klugman, is also going, he's not going to take it lying down, you know, like, he's going to stand up for himself. And in the, in the face of someone like him being subjected to justice at the hands of this old racist dude, like... That's he's going to stand up to that to help save this kid who may have he may he may identify with that kid at a younger age is what, I think what I'm trying to get at here. Yeah, yeah. What's, that's why I I mentioned like a sociological anthro anthropological sort of study of human beings. Everyone almost has a different reason of voting not guilty. Right. Some of them are real frivolous, like Jack Warden's character. I hated just, him so much. He's like, I want to get to the ball game. Not guilty. <laughs> like, what the hell is wrong with you? Like, right. this is literally because at that time, according to the to the movie, they're in New York. Death penalty in the case of premeditated murder, it carries the death penalty, no question. Yeah. And this guy's more concerned about going to a baseball game than putting somebody 
in the, in the chair. Do we know? Do we know if the Yankees were in the World Series at the time or oh not? Oh my god! I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but, but right, like even the way he was dressed, he was dressed like as loudly as black and white will allow you. Yeah. <laughs> to it's like he's the one that's gonna be real bombastic and real like you know in your right. face and po- and and maybe frivolous. This I. This isn't a very kind thing to say, but I'll just say it anyway. Ed Bagley Jr.'s mother must be really attractive. <laughs> because Ed Bagley Jr. Uh, sorry, Ed Bagley is senior. Not very much to look he's, at. He's uh, he's not exactly... I don't know. Is he a character actor? Is that, Maybe. Is that what we can call him? <laughs> he's not what I would consider or what Hollywood would consider attractive. Right. He's, he's, I mean, and then you put him up against Henry Fonda. I mean, come on. Man doesn't stand a chance. <laughs> That's true. So I wasn't exactly... I, I don't know if this is true ex- exactly. It, just, it was my feeling about it when I was watching the movie. That I don't know if this was really what was happening, but it seemed like it was almost in real time. Like, it didn't take them too long to realize. Maybe it was all night... Maybe it was like ninety minutes. I'm not sure. Um, I think they may have set a starting time, but I know they said, "Oh, they want to try to get it wrapped up by like seven o'clock," or they would have to order dinner. But it wasn't. Maybe the maybe the the very very end where you see them leaving the courthouse stairs, uh-huh. like descending the courthouse stairs. Uh-huh. It's obviously the next day, but it's probably like the. How what is it obviously the next day? Isn't it? Isn't it obviously the next day? Because it's daylight. Because it's daylight and they're leaving. I thought or it was it just. I just thought the skies had cleared because it wasn't raining anymore. I was probably asleep during the very ending of the movie. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I remember, I remember the ending, but I'm not Plus sure. Plus, he was wearing the same clothes. He yeah. But that could be a glitch in, in movie making where it was supposed to be the next... But they're like, we're not paying for a whole other day of wardrobe. Well, I don't know if the jury... The jury doesn't... Is the jury there when they uh, when the judge reads the verdict? I don't think they read the verdict in the courtroom. I think they make the decision and then leave. Well, the bailiff or the, the bailiff gets the decision and the judge reads the decision, I think. Isn't that how it works? That may be how it works, but I don't think that's how it was shown in the movie. Oh, like, we never saw the court. Oh, obviously it was. Anyway. I guess my point is, like, I'll, I don't feel like there was much going on in the meat of the movie itself. Uh-huh. I don't think there was a lot that was happening that they didn't show. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like, when they made cuts, it just seemed to be like, there's people on the other side of the room talking. Let's see what they're saying. Mm-hmm. But I didn't, I didn't feel like there was lots of stuff that the audience had to fill in. Oh, I see. I guess right. that's all I mean. Yeah. The other thing, and this 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 is a little <laughs> this is a little strange, but especially not just the storytelling, but the way it was lit. It was almost like a Twilight Zone without the extra element of weirdness. It really was. I hadn't thought of that. <laughs> anyway, that's it. Oh, I did think yeah. of one other thing because you had talked about um, that 
YouTube chan channel that you like that looks at movies and says if the legal part was correct legal or Legal Eagle is what it's called. Yeah. So I was looking up to see, because you said they hadn't done one on this movie. He had not, no. Um, so I was looking up to see if maybe there was just some other commentary on it. Yeah. And um, one noted Supreme Court Justice, Sonia Sotomayor, um, cited 12 Angry Men as one of the reasons she became a justice. Wow. The, um, the immigrant jurors... Um, a monologue about you know the American justice system and this is what this is what he's here for and that sort of thing yeah and she's like I really love that part but the rest of it she said she tells her juries don't go don't use that as inspiration because a lot of what they did was outside what a judge would order them to do like Henry Fonda yeah. going down and getting a knife that looked exactly the same like that wouldn't That's have been real, allowed. And not to mention, you might get arrested nowadays if you bring a weapon into a right or jury the room. the speculation with the nose pieces on the. Like, that's just speculation. There was no evidence offered that... Yeah, there's almost a second trial that happened exactly. in, in the jury room, which was with, weird. It's very, you know, inspiring as someone who wants to see this kid, you know, maybe not get convicted because of, you know, his circumstances. Right. Um, but legally, is probably a little questionable. Indeed. So, Bechtel test... No possible way. <laughs> no. Well, go ahead and tell us about the Bechdel test. I have my own thought about the Bechdel test so, and this movie. <laughs> um, so there are a few things I noticed. Obviously, it's called 12 Angry Men, so the bulk of the movie, 12 men, yes. not going to pass. Um, there wasn't even any, like, um, ancillary characters. Like, you know, the judge wasn't... A woman, or the accused wasn't a woman. It was pretty or a much victim or any right victims. It, it was pretty much just men across the board. Yes. So there were um, a couple of a couple of interesting things I wanted to point out. Okay. Is um, I thought okay, well, Twelve Angry Men made in 1957. When were women allowed on juries? Yeah. So especially for mur murder, right? It was a whole different ball of wax too. So, um, this is from the Library of Congress, so I think that's pretty official. I don't know. Let's um, that thing. <laughs> despite the fact that juries are selected from voter rolls and the passage of the 19th Amendment qualified mm. women as electors, the states did not immediately pass legislation to include them for jury selection. As late as 1942, only 28 states' laws allowed women to serve as jurors, but these also gave them the right to claim exemption based on their sex. The Civil Rights Act of 1957, which, remember, Strom Thurmond filibustered that. We talked about that in our Mr. Smith Goes to Washington episode. The Same year as this movie, FYI. Indeed. <laughs> the Civil Rights Act of 1957 gave women the right to serve on federal juries, but not until 1973 oh could women goodness. serve on juries in all 50 states. Wow. 1973. Um, so, however, New York um, allowed women on juries in 1927. But not for uh, murder trials. I'm not sure. So if we have any New York listeners and can distinguish between federal and state history there for us. Ruth, um, what, there, was a, there was a murder that happened in 1927 
Um, uh, Ruth, what's it? The the movie uh, uh, Double Indemnity, uh-huh. based on the murder that Ruth Sh- uh, Snyder committed in nineteen in nineteen twenty seven. Uh huh. Um, her and her lover. Uh, can't I don't know his name, but um, he she killed. So Ruth Snyder killed her husband Albert Snyder in nineteen twenty seven. She was, um, she was, um, on trial and later convicted for murder in 1927. There, uh, no, no women can serve on. This is a really, really messed up. She, she was able to be convicted of murder, but no women could be sitting on the jury because no women could hear about the details. You could murder someone in 1927 as a woman. But you could not be a juror on a murder trial. I don't, in I don't want to. Um, I don't want to hurt my feminine sensibilities by hearing about the gruesome things I might have done. Okay. Yeah. Did they put like earplugs in Ruth in Ruth's ear? Sorry, not to make light of it. It's it's a it's a it's a ridiculous miscarriage of justice that no women could serve on that jury. Yes. And an even graver misjustice about only white people being on juries for a long time. Right. You could. Yeah, oh. Oh. Geez. Yeah. Of course. Um. However, I think New York might have been a little bit ahead of the times because I noticed this, and I did a double take because I wanted to make sure. Did you notice there were men and women's bathrooms in the jury room? I meant to say that. <laughs> Why would you have? It must be the cleanest bathrooms in the whole uh, in the whole courthouse, right? <laughs> well, I mean, obviously you want to have you want them to have access to bathrooms because you don't want them to leave and potentially be corrupted by. The, but what I'm saying is, unless they use the jury rooms for other purposes, right? Clearly, there must have been able to be men and women on juries at that time since there were separate bathrooms for both is what I was getting at. So real <laughs> I'm sure it was a multi a multi purpose room. I'm I'm basing that just just on my own experience on a jury. Like so on the second day, um it was uh I won't go into the details because that's boring. But anyway, it was um it was uh, a manslaughter a manslaughter case. Mm-hmm. Even though we killed a woman, which again, that's weird. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so the the jury was told we were told to meet the next day. We were still like hearing testimony and whatnot. The case was still going on. Mm-hmm. So we're like in the jury room, uh, in the jury room, and we're told not to talk about the case before the thing was over. So we're all like going. Hi, people that I have nothing in common with, and we're not supposed to talk about this, so we won't. You couldn't but, even talk about it with each other. No, not before the not before the case uh, was. Uh, I don't know the right word, but adjourned for the jury or whatever. Right, we weren't supposed to like come up. Basically, they didn't want the jury to come up with like change, um, uh, decide the fate of the person on trial before we heard everything. I see. That was the idea. So it was a um, vehicular man, a manslaughter case. Uh-huh. So I just I thought this was appropriate. I just said, "Hey everybody, 
was everyone real careful when they drove in today? Because I was. <laughs> and then we're, we're all like, oh, yes, we drove very, very carefully. So anyway, we're talking about whatever we could talk about in our little jury room. And the judge showed up with her little pack lunch in her hand. And there was a refrigerator in our room. And she's like, and we weren't allowed to talk to her. So she's like, excuse me, I just need to put this in the refrigerator. <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> really weird. Have your set. You're a judge. Have your own. Have your own refrigerator. So yeah. Ask the bailiff to do I it. Get, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, it's probably a multi-purpose room. <laughs> um, Texas sadly didn't allow women on juries until 1954. Shame on us, Texas. Yep. Womp womp. Um. Let's see. Are there any pop culture references you understand now? Okay, I'm a little embarrassed about this one. Okay. There's a big one. Okay. So I love I love the cartoon show Family Guy. <laughs> Did you ever see it? I well, I've watched Family Guy. I think I know what you're talking about. So spoilers for any for anyone who cares about Family Guy and has not gotten to this episode yet. There's an episode where Mayor Adam West is up on murder. He's up on murder trial. Sorry, he's up oh, on murder Adam charges. West. So I think that might be like I wasn't like that might be why I thought in the very beginning. Oh, this must be a very important case because oh, it's uh-huh. a mayor in the in the spoof. Right, it was a mayor up on charges. So of course, blah blah blah. And, and as I'm watching the movie, I'm like, oh, yeah, Brian is, is Henry Fonda. <laughs> something, this kind of goes, I'm kind of skipping around here, but something else that I really like about this movie is that we we don't get the evidence from the trial. The evidence is only revealed to us as the jurors debate the case themselves. Yeah, they're just cherry picking and they're not professional. Right. And so one of the jurors will remember it one way, and another juror will remember, like, oh, did he say he ran to the door, or he went to the door, or he walked to the door, and what right. does that mean? Did he go immediately, or did he wait for a second and then go? <laughs> right. Right, right. Sorry, that I had meant to say that earlier, but I forgot. No, no, that's, that's a good point. Any other pop culture references you understand? No, I mean, that's plenty. Um... How would the movie be different with today's technology? I mean, I got really frustrated when they're, like, guessing about things. And I'm like, even though you're a sequestered juror, uh, a jury, you can't just... Go- Can you Google something? Like, they're basing their... They're sort of basing decisions on, like, well, can you do this or that in this amount of time? Or can you do this... Um, so can I ask you a serious question? Please. I've never been I've never been on a jury. I was only called for jury duty once and then it was canceled, so I, I've never even been called for jury duty. So at the time you served in the jury, was this before smartphones or was it an option for y'all to be like, Oh, let me Google that real quick? Like what is your experience in that arena? Um, well, dur- uh, I mean, obviously during the trial, you, you know, right, you weren't allowed to have phones in there. Um, 
But it was yeah, this was like this was like two thousand three or four. So So pre iPhone at least. Definitely. Five five year five, six years before the iPhone. And the only thing I yeah, you could only you could do very, very limited things with your with your phone. So Maybe someone who's served on a jury more recently who listens to us can tell us at least what the rules in their area are. Yeah, and it would like, make sense. I guess not. Sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. But it seems like, yeah, if you're looking for a piece of information, it you shouldn't be Googling because if you Google like, well, uh, let's say the trial, the trial was, was in, was hinged on the airspeed velocity of an unladen <laughs> swallow and then you google that the, the news are the top news article is going to come up with something that's going to like f- it up and then know. at the top it'll say did you mean african or european swallow <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh money python um Right, and so, yeah, if you have your smartphone in there now, like, I have news alerts on my phone. Yeah. And so, like, you know, NBC or I'm BBC sure they... might pop up, you know, trial of the century, blah, 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 like, you know. There's a killer inside the jury room. <laughs> you know what? I wonder if there's, like, a secondary, this is probably a rabbit hole, but I wonder if, you know how, like, in 12 Angry Men, they're like, oh, just knock on the door and... Ask me for anything you want, you know, and you go to that. Is it, was it the bailiff or uh huh? Let's just say, yep. Okay, so what's the guard? Have <laughs> the guard like, hey guard, tell us, uh, is is this true in Holland or whatever the little bit of information is that you wanna that you wanna uh-huh. like you know Google? Uh-huh. Like have that guy Google for you, right? I wonder if that would be okay. Like just give us the information. Without the news around this event, you know, this story. Anyway. You know, I I have gone on record a couple of times saying that, you know, you can't remake classics. Like, you can't remake Casablanca. You can't really remake Sound of Music. I would be mm-hmm. on board with a remake of this if they had a more diverse jury. Men, women, um, people of color, people with disabilities. Just... Not 12 angry white men. Um, 12 angry jurors. 12 angry jurors is what I think they call it in schools now when they read it or perform it. Oh, really? Uh huh. Well, sorry, do you have a point that you're. I was just saying I would totally be on board with a remake of this particular movie, although the original is great. Mm. I think that other actors of more diverse backgrounds would be able to add something to the specific characters. Um,. That we might not have seen in the original because the casting was so limited. Yes. Uh, they remade this movie though, like what, like in the late nineties? Did they? Am I? Like I, I thought I found that when I was trying to find the. Um, the... Twelve Angry Men TV movie, nineteen ninety seven. Nineteen ninety seven. Oh. Okay. And uh, oh, I can tell from those old faces they're the original people. <laughs> it was still all women except the the judge was a woman. You mean men. Sorry. The jurors were all still men. There were some 
um, people of color in there. But um, yeah, still the only woman was the judge. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't look at that. I just when I was trying to come up with um, when I was trying to go. Okay, am I am I just imagining that there was a a Family Guy episode? I, I go after the fact. Right. I googled it real quick. Like, oh, wasn't that this? And that came up. Well, this is disappointing that it was you know forty years later and it's still only men. Like thirty. After. After thirty years after nineteen fifty seven would be eighty seven. Right? This is in ninety seven. Oh, okay. I'm terrible at math. So it seems like even forty years after the fact it would be sixty. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's it's about time to like To redo it. I would be for it. And maybe it could be done without the camera shaking around. <laughs> they could have like they kind of did it at the end where it sort of zoomed up from the table and so you could see all of them sitting around. That was almost a photograph yeah. the way that was done, though. It, yeah. it was at least an interesting view. They could, have you seen... And I'll be real quick because we're at the very end. But have you seen Panic Room? I have not. I'm kind of familiar... That's with Jodie Foster, right? Yeah. I'm, a, I'm vaguely familiar with it, but I don't think I've sat down and watched the whole thing. So just cinematography-wise, like... They would, they would make it look like they would start from one level of a house, and they would make it look like you're passing through the the ceiling and the floor. Oh, that's to cool. To go up to the, like they could do really cool things. Like I want a fully CGI like twelve angry people. <laughs> oh man. Where they can just spin that camera around. Like when people get really angry, they can just like spin that thing around. I shouldn't. I shouldn't. Moving be in, on. I shouldn't be in charge of movies, but so go ahead. That wraps it up, I think. <laughs> That's plenty. You can find us on iTunes and Stitcher, and also on the Cosmic Potato Podcast Network at cosmicpotato.com. Episode transcripts and links to what we talked about are available on our website at waityouvneverseen.com. We're on Facebook and Twitter under waityns, and you can also email us at waityouvneverseen at gmail.com. Leave us some feedback and let us know if you have any suggestions for movies we should watch. That's our show for today. Next time we'll be watching Roman Holiday, where everyone is running around in togas, I guess. Because <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. That's not... Isn't that Animal House? Toga. Oh, toga. No? I've not, never seen that movie. We're not going to see Animal House? <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs>